Not proud of myself. In this week's podcast, I'm wearing a beanie because we're heading back to Dow Winnie to sample their Winter's Gold Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, the highest distillery in the UK, or is it? Yes, we do. And we also have it frozen, which is amazing. And we're going to delve into some more news stories from the wider world of whiskey in Boozrail. As always, you can find some more whiskey-based content on our social media platforms at Whiskey and Things Podcast on Instagram and at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. Also, we've had 21 five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Why don't you go and give us a review as well, like this one from Grandad Goody. A really easy, enjoyable listen, a fun way to learn about whiskey at a basic level. Cheers, Grandad Goody. <laughs> Whiskey and Things Basic. You're listening to the Whiskey and Things Podcast with Dave Giles and Nick Kent. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of Whiskey and Things, the podcast. I'm Dave Giles. And I'm Nick Kent. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What? Have you recovered, Dave, from last week's JD sesh? <laughs> No, it we took me a, a couple of, a of days. Stormer, it, didn't we? <laughs> Mate, I, you know how we when we ended, we end up finishing a few hours after we recorded. We we eventually <laughs> said goodnight, and foolishly, I then went on and had an online chat and didn't go to bed. Mate, with some friends on Discord, it got it got very messy. It got very messy. Well, Just I left I had, at three. Like, I stopped drinking. Yeah, I stopped drinking and went all the way through the night. Didn't Good go to Lord. bed. Good but, Lord, uh, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, is what it is. Six is hours we is. were talking, Dave. Right. Six hours we were talking. Last week we did our JD episode, everyone, and you heard us, and we did some mixes with it, so we ended up doing, what, five or six different drinks, really, basically. So, um, yeah, we were a bit merry at the end, and then it went on till three. Inch, 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 <laughs> inch, inch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think part of the problem is that neither of us were uh, were measuring our drinks, were we? We were just like, oh, I can't taste a JD in that. No, <laughs> that yeah, no. That's exactly it. Like, we, we, we need to be a bit more scientific in oh, future. Because I, I ended up using a, a whole bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah, I did. I did a half bottle. Um, but yeah, it's like I can't I can't taste it in that green tea. Better put some more Jack Daniels in it. Can't taste it. Anyway. Yes. Very amusing. I think it was a very scientific very uh, review. It was very scientific. Ab- absolutely. As you could tell by the end of the episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Merry um, was, the, was the correct word. Anyway, Nick, yeah. I do have, uh, I have one thing I want to talk about before we get cracking. So obviously we had Paul on and he did his cocktails for us. And, and over the last few weeks, we've been sharing our, our whiskey link uh, with people. I just want to give a shout out to Jen, uh, who's one of our patrons, who has been purchasing the whiskies, trying them, but she also did the cocktails. She made the cocktails that Paul, both the non-alcoholic and the alcoholic oh, one, amazing. and tried them and, sh- and shared some photos of me on, on, on my Discord. So, uh, shout out to Jen. That's one, Jen. She said she's never drunk as much whiskey as she has since she started listening to the podcast. So, uh, I'm not sure if that's a, that's a good thing on us or a bad thing on us, but... Uh, well, as long as she's responsible and exactly. she's enjoying it and she's learning she, something. She now has an accidental uh, whiskey shelf because she has a few bottles, uh, and it's lo- it's looking great. So uh, nice. thanks, Jen, for, for your support. Uh, we look forward to having having a dram with you and our one year party. Yes, yes. Episode fifty three. That'll be. Um, yep. Is that closed now, Dave? For people to join? Yep. 
Well, if people join our Patreon between now and then, they can they can certainly still come along to the party, but that we we may not be able to get the whiskey to them. Right. Yes. But if you signed up before this week, then uh, we're hoping to be able to, well, postage permitting, we're going to get some whiskey to you. Fantastic. But we should have plenty of time for that. Sweet. It's going to be a good show. Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. we got to sort that out, Nick. We need to have that we conversation tomorrow. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's get, let's, let's get drunk and do it after this. <laughs> All right, and on that note, let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> Whiskey bots roll out. So, Nicholas, this week's whiskey. Dalwhinnie Winter's Gold Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. 43% ABV. Now, we did the Dalwhinnie 15-year-old back in episode 14. I remember. Yes. Good episode there. It starts with a clip of you singing as a 14-year-old. Remember that one? Um, yeah, I do remember, yeah, remember that. Remember that one? Amazing. I also said in the intro, something, something, something. Go on. It's been a long lockdown. It was oh, June. Oh, it was God. June. And I was complaining about a long lockdown. Um, <laughs> but yes, we did the 15-year-old uh, back then. And we enjoyed it, didn't we? Yes. And do you know, my memory of that, I haven't listened to it, is that they were talking about it or you, t- we spoke about the fact it was the highest distillery in the country in really. Scotland. Yeah. yeah, in Scotland, and therefore the temperatures were colder. I remember us talking about that. Yeah, about Dalwhinnie. Yes, that's yeah, that's pretty much their their bag, as it were. But we'll get into that, Dave. We'll get into that a bit more. And it's a space side. I remember that. But that was another one where we were having the space side conversation. I remember yeah, that too. It's a space side, but it says Highland on the bottle. It's one yeah, of those confu- where it's a bit confused. Yeah, it was the, it was when we were getting confused with postcodes. Yeah. Anyway, it's... did we do did we do the full on uh, history then, or are you doing that now? No, we didn't. So I'm going to do a bit more. No, we kind of nice. brushed over it last time. So got annoyed talking about or researching what a space side space was. Side was. Right. Yes. So a little bit of background on this. It can be a space side. It can be a Highland, you know, depending on what mood you're in really. But, but just to clarify, space side is a region within the Highland region. Correct. Yeah. So that's what I remember talking about then. That's Every map the, I look at, the space side region is a different shape. Every right. single one I look at. <laughs> so, okay. whatever. Um, yes, right. Dalwhinnie. The building itself was built in 1897 by three local businessmen, Alexander Mackenzie, John Grant, and George Seller. Oh, yeah. It was actually called then the Strathspey Distillery, and they started distilling in February of 1898. Oh, yeah. That's the following year. Um, but it went into liquidation that summer. So not a good start for them. Oh, um, no. That's why it says established 1898 in the bottle, um, everyone. But yeah, as I said, it went into liquidation next summer. So they sold it to John Somerville and Co. and AP Blythe and Sons, and they changed the name to Dalwhinnie. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I do think it's funny when it, you know, it's not funny. Clearly, it's not funny. But it's an amazing pun that when a whiskey company goes bust, it's called going into liquidation. <laughs> I didn't. That didn't even cross my mind today when I was writing my notes. <laughs> it was. It really. As you said it, I was like, "That's brilliant." But obviously, a company <laughs> went bust, so not ideal. <laughs> anyway, yeah. carry it was on. a long time ago. I'm sure everyone's <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah. Yes. Or they um, weren't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it was sold to an American distiller in 1905 called Cook and Bernheimer. Oh yeah. And that's only interesting, Dave, because that meant it was the first Scotch distillery to be owned by a non-UK company. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that might be useful to you in a quiz someday. I don't know. 
<laughs> what was the first non UK owned whiskey company? Dow Winnie, Dow everyone. Winnie. Dow Winnie. Um, yeah, Dow <laughs> Winnie, Winnie. Um, <laughs> means the meeting place in Gaelic because it's up in the mountains. Um, it's actually where three roads on the mountain trails meet up. So, oh, yeah. So when everyone was like herding cattle and stuff like that, they used to meet up there, maybe have a oh, bit yeah. of a drink or something like that. Yes. And as you mentioned earlier on, in episode 14, we were talking about Dal Winnie being the highest distillery in the country. But I did, I've been snooping around today. Oh, yes. It's a bit, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit up in the air, Dave. A bit up in the air. Um, <laughs> up in the air? <laughs> How yeah. high up in the air, Nicholas? <laughs> it's so high. It's almost the highest up in the air, Dave. There could be. Dal Winnie is 1,154 feet above sea level, which is 352 metres. Now, apparently there's another one called Breval, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, which is 1,163 feet, or four metres higher. Oh! Apparently. Darwin is the highest one with a visitor's centre, that's for certain. <laughs> so, I, so I went, this is off Wikipedia, it says about these two. So I thought, all right, it's Wikipedia. So I, I investigated more. And... Um, Apparently, Breval, I looked up on, the, I think, scotch.com, and it says that it shares the title of the highest distillery with Dalwini. Um, you can't get a Breval single malt. It just goes into blends, apparently. So, Dalwini is the highest single malt distillery. I'm staying out of it. I'm just giving people the facts. But yes... If you, if the you facts want, as dis- as disclosed on Wikipedia, <laughs> yeah, as the, yeah, exactly. But yes, it's four meters, uh, two meters higher. Sorry, so it's a uh, three five two to three five four. The thing is, like two meters, four meters. It's not like both of them are going to be exactly flat for across the whole of their thing. So I'm, I'm hope I'm, I'm assuming that's the peak. But yeah, you know, may, maybe more of the Dalwini one is is higher. Who knows? Anyway, well, knows? I, someone. Someone will know, but yeah. Ask us on a postcode. Yeah, Billy Abbott talked about this in the uh, whiskey exchange quiz, which we, uh, which I did a few weeks ago. This came uh, up and he kept saying that they kept swapping like the title by like extending their roof or something. Um, <laughs> apparently, it's the coldest settlement in the UK, not just distillery. The coldest oh, wow. settlement up there with an average temperature of six degrees Celsius um, or centigrade. What's the difference between them? Celsius centigrade. Is it the same thing? The same thing, mate. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Put some music behind that. Um, <laughs> Feeling hot, hot, hot. <laughs> the Darwin 15 was one of Diageo's six classic malts back in 1988. Do you remember um, we learned a bit about that in the Water of Life um, film and stuff? And uh, did Greg talk about it? But yeah, when um, single malts were increasing in popularity, Diageo brought out the six classic single malts of which Dalwini 15 was one of them, and it's still owned by Diageo today. Do you know what, um, Nick? I drove past a big building in Park Royal, which has Diageo on the front, like massive building. I did a gig there. I did their Christmas party once. There you go. Mm. So, yeah, huge company, own loads of loads of different different drinks. Yeah, and, they, uh, I made them note of them this week. Yeah, they've, uh, they've owned it uh, since 1926. Just down the road. Yeah, Just go. down the road. Since 1926? Yeah. So yeah, quite a long time. Diageo's changed. The company has changed from, it's moulded right, and wherever it's changed from. But the company that is now Diageo bought it in 1926. Right, I understand. Right, should we, uh, should we drink this then? Let's do it. 
Whiskey! I've got this bottle and I've no idea where it come from. I have a feeling it may have been a gift, but I can't remember who from. And I know that's awful, but it was quite a while back now. I have a feeling it might be my mum and dad. I yeah, can't yeah. remember. No, I listened to episode 14 today and you, you thought it was your dad back then. So, okay, cool. So there right. we go. So, Oh, it's a squeaker. Uh, it was a squeaker, wasn't it? Let's try again. Bit of a squeaker, but uh, still, nice cork. Um, I'm going to pour a small dram. Nice of a cork. I don't want to have too much on this because... I've poured my whole dram. Okay. Let's talk about this a little bit more. Couldn't find much information on this. There's no age statement. I do know it's made with peated malted barley. Do you know? Yes, that's kind of what I know. And I do know that they use worm tub condensers, which may lead to a uh, meatier flavour, Dave, due to the longer conversation with the copper. I won't go too much into that. Uh, Well, smelling it just made me sneeze. Um. (laughs) 43%. It's it's fruity, isn't it? It's really fruity. Pineapples. On the eyes, it's uh, kind of a light copper. Very fruity. Fruit cakey as well. Pineapple. Yeah. I'm not getting so much of the cake. I'm not getting that. I'm getting getting the cake. Cake. I am getting the cake. But yeah, those boiled sweets again. Definitely the, the, the fruity boiled sweets. The pineapple cubes. Pineapple cubes, like cone yeah, cubes. Yeah, the pineapple cubes. For sure. It's a really nice smell. It's a very pleasant smell. It's a darker smell than some other whiskies. I don't know what I mean by that. I would say fresh. I'd say, oh, yeah, I'm, when you say dark, I'm expecting dark fruits and stuff, but I'm thinking lighter fruits. I'm thinking pears and pineapples and slightly floral. Bit of heather, maybe. Who's heather? Oh, don't get me started about heather. <laughs> She's friends with High Street Isla. <laughs> was knocking around Bromley High Street. (laughs) High Street Heather. (laughs) Lives next door to High Street Isla. Yeah. Amazing. Both mates with Pete. Yeah. Anyway. Pete's their landlord. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm just going to go with you on that. Everything you've said is absolutely bang on. Like, I, I've got nothing to add. I'm not picking out anything that you haven't suggested. Yeah. Other than maybe lemon sherbet. Lemon sherbet. Well, a bit of lemon sherbet I'm getting right at the end. I'll get my tops around this. All right, you do that. Have you had any special time with this? Or no, is this, I've had is no this actually time. first? This is your first time. Interesting. This is my first time. And there's a reason for that. Because they also recommend, well, the way they want you to drink this is fresh out of the freezer. So I put my other dram in the freezer. Hence why they are calling it winter's gold. Um, Something like that, yeah. It's golden and they want you to drink it cold. Nick, I actually really like that on its own though. Oh like yeah, just, this is beautiful. Warm, or room temperature if you want it's to It's really nice. That's like really nice. Without being too overwhelming in one flavour camp or the next. Like, I know you've said they use peat. I'm not getting much of that. No. At it's very all. subtle, if anything. I mean, if anything, I'm ve- I'm really struggling to pick out any peat there. Yeah. Again, it might not be all of it. There might be like 10% malted barley yeah. or something like that. Exactly. But if someone is worried about whenever some people don't like peat, so therefore when you say, oh, there's peat used in this, or yeah, they, they may not even try it. But actually, maybe, maybe there is right at the end a bit of subtle peat there. But it's so subtle that it was. it's probably a nice introduction to peatier kind of flavours within whiskey. Yeah. And getting kind of a honey. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very fresh for me. It's a very nice flavour. That's really, yeah. I mean, do you know what? That's so lovely. You could definitely have a night with that. Mm, like you could, yeah. like, 
you wouldn't it's, it's not, not overbearing yeah exactly it's not yeah that's exactly it isn't it it's just really pleasant with do you know what it's good value as well for a whiskey that tastes good yeah what's the damage on this it's under 40 quid right yeah about 37.95 at the whiskey exchange and uh, you can pick this up in tesco as well um so it's like a it is a high street highland <laughs> or or space side <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've really enjoyed that on its own. Now, you're right. They have said, and you've sent me a video, drink it cold. Yes, straight out of the freezer in a cold glass. So, Right, um, so I've got a dram in the freezer right now, and I've got a Glencairn in the freezer. They've been in the freezer for the last five hours. So I'm going to go and get them because I thought I'd wait until we were ready so they didn't didn't warm up at all. I want to get it that as cold as we can. Yeah. Um, so I'll meet you back here in 20 seconds. I'll sting it. Whiskey. And we're back. This is the first time I've ever put a Glencairn in the freezer. It survived. The first, first time, time I've ever put a drama. Of, yeah. yeah, exactly. First same. time I put whiskey in the freezer. Now, this is from the promotional material from Dow Winnie suggesting we do this. And the, and, and the logic was, it said, because as it goes in your mouth, the whiskey will warm up and you'll get a different flavour of every sip. And because also the, the glass in your hand will also warm up the whiskey. So as you with every sip, it will be nice. It will be different flavours. Yeah. Which, the thing is, although I agree with, scientifically, that's the same for all whiskey. So I don't necessarily think that, that it should be exclusive to this one, but apparently this one is designed yes. for this purpose. So with the flavours we've had already, those fruities, the apples and all that kind of stuff, I'm looking forward to this. And one thing I will say as well, this is crystal clear, even though it's been in the freezer. So chill filtered for sure. Yeah, it's a lot sweeter. A lot sweeter the first, yeah. first sip there. That's a very pleasant experience though, a cold. Isn't it? Refreshing. That's really nice. That is really, really nice. Mate, I've, that's absolutely stunning. It's got that's like a creamier feel to it as well. Yes. Like around yes. the front of the mouth. I the literally front of the was tongue. just about to say that. It's like drinking, I don't know, creme de whiskey. <laughs> Maybe I think the honey's come out a bit more in the cold. Oh, mate. Um, that's, that is glorious, isn't it? Yeah. That is really nice. I'm loving that cold. It is nicer cold. And it, I enjoyed it normally. Oddly, though, Nick, put your nose in it because I'm struggling to pick out... Oh, everything uh, goes, doesn't it? Everything, everything's gone. It's gone. There is no nosing at all on that. That's now. incredible. Yeah, don't nose this cold. You, well, you won't don't get nose it cold. You won't get anything. But, There's nothing but, um, there. That's, in, no. that's, that's amazed me. On the nose, it just kills it. What is there? After a while, really, it's some really sweet stuff on there. The pineapple really comes out. You can really get that pineapple. Wow. That's glorious. Okay, so that's that's a good experiment, that Nick. Yeah, it is. I think I prefer it cold. Yes, is it vanilla ice cream with when you put pineapple in it? <gasps> yes. Do you remember, like, yeah, like a, the tin fruit pineapple with soft scoop, soft scoop vanilla ice cream? Yeah, that's exactly what that is. And it's cold because it is that. Mm. It does taste thicker. I don't know if that's the freezing process has done it, but it tastes thicker and more. And you're right, more more like melted ice cream. It feels like I'm having a melted ice cream with a little bit of dram brewery in or something like that do you know what i mean like a little drizzle of Ooh, a liqueur across the top a naughty of some, ice cream yeah it's exactly like almost a rum raisin ice cream but melted and as you say more pineapple -y. do you know what i now want to try other whiskies like that to see if it does the same thing mm. but maybe their marketing is spot on there just because it was designed for that purpose i don't know if it's designed or they've just because this just is just a it. big it's a big company and they thought hey it's cold up there let's try whacking one in let's the fridge let's try whacking one in the, it worked out well and it and, works fine and therefore they're using it within their marketing which is which makes sense yeah. as well 
and to try and differentiate it from other whiskies when no one is saying put it in the freezer. Yeah. For I'm example. I'm trying to think but, if, there, if there is any others which... Oh, uh, yes, there was. We were talking about it last week. Um, Ockentoshim. They do a sparkling wine finished and they say put that in the oh, fridge. Oh, man. I don't think it's so freezer. Yeah, we, we have it cold, basically. But this is really lovely. Mate, that's one of the... That's actually... That experience is one of my favourite whiskey experiences we've had since yeah, we've been doing this. Me too. That's a good price. 37 quid, 38 quid. That That is ridiculous. That is so drinkable. Like, I'm now annoyed I don't. I didn't put more of it in the freezer. I only put a dram, like, yeah. because I now want... I'm not ready to, for that to be done. You've got the whole bottle, mate. You can do that another time. It's fine. I know, but I was like, I'm, I'm enjoying it with you now, Nicholas. <laughs> I've done mine. Me too. And I think, that sa- I think that says it all though, isn't it? Because you and I never normally finish a dram that quickly. Not that quickly. That was lovely. Well, I wanted to finish it before it went warm. But it doesn't, but, no, <laughs> but at the same time, I didn't feel like, oh shit, I've just had a shot of whiskey. Yeah. Or I've knocked back a load of whiskey. And as well, it wasn't like, you know, sometimes some people put ice in their whiskey. I do for certain whiskeys, but it does dilute it down. That just pure cold. Yeah. It was delightful. Wonderful. Okay, so that's a new experience we've had, which we really like. Good job, Dal Winnie. Uh, whether you're the highest or you're not, we like <laughs> what you've done there. Winter's gold, yes. I might pick this up. Yes. <laughs> I might get a full bottle. And do you know what? Because the thing is, I haven't had this, Nick. I, I, this is one that's been sitting there waiting for us to do this. Yeah. And now I'm like, hell yes. I'm so glad. And it's never really jumped out at me as a bottle because the bottle's like pretty plain. It's not doing anything. It never jumped out at me as, oh, that's going to be really tasty. I'm really looking forward to that. But it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. They call it the gentle spirit crafted by the cold. Uh, On the bottle, it says, distinctive single malt owns its unique sweetness to the harsh winters that shape its character. And interestingly, there's nothing on the bottle that says drink it cold. But yeah. we have seen their marketing that says to do that. So, yes, lovely, great job. Genuinely, one of my favourite experiences we've had drinking. Yeah. And to be on episode 48 and say that, that's uh, that. I think that says a hell of yeah. a lot about that. That's a standout for sure. Yeah, and especially at that price point. You know, we've now drunk some that are a lot more expensive than that, yeah. which we've enjoyed, but this is great. Yeah, memorable. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. These British people talk funny. Hey, Nick, you know what we haven't done in ages? Um, got pissed on JD and Cokes and stuff. No, we did. that was last week. I can't remember, Dave. Did we? Okay, right. What, <laughs> what haven't we done for ages, Dave? Oh, ow, what's, what's that What's that noise? What's that? Boo-boo-boo-boo-trap! Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-
Oh my god! Pretty special, and you think about who's involved in that movie and what yeah, they can yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. They, they've got an eleven-year-old, which was distilled in two thousand and nine by Jim McEwen. Nice. People whose story is the star of that film and he's a big player in the whiskey distilling world. Yes, 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 yes. Um, there's only 247 bottles at cask strength going out. Um, 61.3 ABV. So yeah, quite exciting stuff. So yeah, they're doing a night where if you buy this bottle of whiskey, you get a viewing of the film, as well as um, you get a tasting session with Brendan Escher Pillai from Single Cask. I think I'm pronouncing his name right. If I'm not, sorry. Um, there's also another Q&A with filmmakers, including Greg Schwartz and Jim McEwen, who, of course, distilled it back in 2009. Um, so, yeah, it looks pretty cool. If you want to do this, it's uh, £149. And that includes this unique bottle of whiskey. Well, yeah, you buy the, yeah, yeah. One of 247 bottles, cast strength. From Brook Laddie as well. Laddie. A, you know, award-winning distillery. Yeah. If you put it like that and you get the tasting and stuff, it's pretty cool. You know, if you've got 150 quid, that's <laughs> 150 quid well spent, if you want to. And the viewing is on Friday the 5th of March, kicking off at 7pm. GMT. You know what? I've, I've spent a lot more on a Friday night out before. Yeah. And not had a really nice bottle of whiskey. Yes. At the moment... It's all about the treats. Treat yourself. Yeah, absolutely. If you're into that. So there we go. Um, the Q&As are great. I did all the Burns Night ones and they're really interesting. You really get some interesting uh, interactions between the people who are on them. Some of them, because yeah. of lockdown, they hadn't seen each other in months or sometimes oh, wow. or sometimes years. You know, so all these stories were coming out. It's fantastic. But yes, nice. there we go. But this one comes with a whiskey. So, so if you think that £149 is expensive, then uh, you might want to switch off at this point because now we're about to talk about a $2 million whiskey set. Yes, the Emerald Isle Collection, the seven-piece custom set celebrating the seven wonders of Ireland. This is a limited edition goodie box, which boasts two bottles of the oldest triple distilled Irish whiskey, along with other luxury rarities. Mm. Uh, housed in a handsome walnut box. each Handsome each and brave. Handsome and brave walnut <laughs> box. Each set <laughs> comprises two bottles of the Emerald Isle Distillery's prized 30-year-old single malt Irish whiskey. Uh, which was matured in first few American oak casks, then finished in a rare PX sherry barrel. Ah, <laughs> oh, started that out, didn't you? Pedro <laughs> Jimenez. Pedro alongside, Jimenez. <laughs> Pedro Jimenez. Alongside the whiskey collectors will receive two exclusive creations by the Jula Fabergé. Wow. A bespoke Fabergé Celtic egg made with 18K yellow gold and gem stones, including an uncut Zambian emerald uncut. hidden inside the collectors can turn into a piece of custom jewellery. Wow. Couldn't even be bothered to cut it for you. And a one-of-a-kind Fabergé altruist timepiece. A what to you and me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> made of 18K rose gold and other wonderfully expensive materials. Wow, I mean, this is nuts, Nick. This is nuts. Uh, but but there's more. There's more. <laughs> yes. Each collection includes a humidor with two ultra-rare cigars <laughs> and a gold-plated cigar cutter, a gold-plated water pipette, uh, some oh. pure obsidian whiskey stones. Whiskey stones? Whiskey stones? <laughs> whiskey stones? Don't buy people whiskey stones. Yeah. <laughs> a hip flask with a sample of the Emerald Isle whiskey, considered to be one of the rarest Irish drops in existence, and some Irish spring water from the same region as the whiskey. Okay, so there are just seven <laughs> bottles in total, yeah. which will each be auctioned with the starting price of $2 million. Starting price, everyone. Wow. 
Wow. Imagine you just got two million in the bank and you went, put your hand up and then someone now bid you straight away. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well. Wow. So um, what's good to know is that all the proceeds are going to be split equally between the Korea Family Foundation and a charity of the collector's choice. Uh, I like that. I think that's... Uh, yeah, that if you're cool. going to sell something like this, it's nice that they're doing something like that. But it's well wow. over the top, and it? it's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I'll stick with 149 pound <laughs> single yeah. car. They're going to run out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I won't be able to get one of them now. Be fudge. I'll have to I'll have to spend two million quid instead. That Abbey Road fund's going to get eaten right up. There you go. <laughs> Good lord, that's just a nut story. Absolutely nuts. Yeah, but yeah. you know. I'd like to know who who ends up buying that because I mean, two million has to be a drop it's like in the ocean. Seven for of you. them, yeah, yeah. That's the thing; it needs to be pocket money, doesn't it? It needs to be what you and I think of as one hundred and forty nine dollars. Yeah, and I still can't afford that. So, yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, mm. right. Yeah, another thing was well, this isn't really like news news. This is a new news, but it's a story I heard over the last few weeks. And I thought it was quite entertaining. So I thought I'd share it with oh, everyone. Yeah. yeah, Dave, it's the whiskey war of Hans Island. Mate, this is such a great story. Not Hans this Solo. is such a great story. Did I send you this? No. Because I some, also, someone did like a TikTok video of it or something. Which yeah, yeah, I did send you, you the did, TikTok one, video. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah looking yeah. up today. Um, if you, yeah, if you could send me that link again, or I might find it somewhere. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's quite funny. Yes, up in the Arctic, ladies and gentlemen. This is so good. This is so good. Greenland and Canada are separated by the Nears Strait, which is a 22-mile-wide stretch of water. Now, Greenland, of course, is a territory of Denmark. We know this because Donald Trump wanted to buy it once. Um, <laughs> in the middle of this strait is a half-square-mile uninhabited rock called Hans Island, or Hans Island. Hans Zimmer. Yeah, let's call it Hans Island. Um, Hans Island. <laughs> this, yeah, this island sits within 12 miles of each of the country's shorelines, which means they can both lay claim to it, which is how this whole kerfuffle's come about. <laughs> yeah, I've researched two sources today, and they both contradict each other in terms of who actually started this thing going on. But apparently, <laughs> let's start with this one. Apparently, in 1984, Denmark's Minister of Greenland Affairs visited the island and planted a Danish flag on it. And at the base of the flag, he wrote a note saying, welcome to the Danish island, along with a bottle of brandy he left next to it. <laughs> and then when Canada got wind of this, they sent their military forces there, ripped up the flag, <laughs> put their own <laughs> one up, and left a bottle of Canadian club whiskey <laughs> and a sign saying, welcome to Canada. <laughs> and apparently the Danish military go there and they leave a bottle of schnapps and put the <laughs> welcome to Denmark thing back again. And this has been going on since the 80s, apparently. They just keep amazing. swapping drinks and putting up flags, um, which is just an but amazing no, no story. One's, no one's got hurt. No, no, one, no one's no got, got A few hurt. livers may have got hurt, but that's about it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, apparently in 2005, they did come to some sort of agreement where they would share it. But I think they still just do, do the this ritual. routine of whoever the last person was there yeah. is going to leave a bottle of whiskey and put a new flag up. Yeah, hopefully they do. I, I, I love it. That's such a cool story. Hans um, Island. Yeah. It's just so peaceful. It's lovely. Uh, it's nothing there. It's a rock. There's nothing yeah. there. There's some ice <laughs> around it. Absolutely nothing there. But yes, um, I'll be putting links to all of this week's booze round stories into the descriptions if you want to go have a little look. And we'll find that TikTok one as well, which is quite yeah, funny. Yeah, 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 um, it was, yeah. It was very well explained in the TikTok thing. TikTok yeah, thing. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Anyway, Nick, 
That was fantastic. Good job there. With some great booze round stories. It will be back. It will be back. You're listening to the Whiskey and Things podcast. So what we got coming up next week then, Nick? I've got five different bottles I'm sending samples up this week of. We've got some, I, yeah, I, yeah, we have our options as well, Dave, coming. I may have um, had a bit of a spending spree on Friday night. <laughs> Not proud of myself. Had a bit of a weak moment. Um, happens to us all sometimes. Needed comforting with some nice. impulse whiskey buying. Nice. So I'll tell you what I bought. What did you buy? <laughs> Right, I, uh, yeah, on f- Friday night I kind of went on a whiskey exchange and uh, started looking at all the, the whiskeys I want and made a list. And you then, just bought them all? I, I didn't buy all of them. I made a list and then, like, crossed ones off in, like, order of which ones I really wanted to try. So, coming in the post, through Dean DeToso's recommendation, um, he loves it. I'm, I've got a Maker's Mark 46 coming. Nice. Yeah, with a nice gift box. Nice, nice. So that's on its way. I've want, been wanting to try because it's. I've had amazing. For, I've had Makers Forty Six. By the way, I had it with Dean. It was yeah, great. Yeah, we've got one of those coming. Blanton's original. <gasps> yeah, got one of those coming because I've been really wanting to try that for a while. Um, so yeah, we got we got that coming. That's a rise, isn't it? No, Blanton's is a bourbon. Oh right, okay. But as you mentioned that, because we haven't done a rye yet, and I really want to try rye. Well, I've tried rye. I drink them in bars and stuff all the time, but we haven't done one on the show. I have ordered the Whistle Pig Farm Stock Crop Number Two, so that'll be coming. So that'll be the first rye we do, probably. I'm really looking forward to that turning up. <laughs> wow! Yes, we got that. Also, because I drink a lot of Buffalo Trace, they do this. They I bought the half bottle Buffalo Trace White Dog Mash Number One, so it's their moonshine. Nice, it's like sixty something percent. It's the it's this it's the new mate. So I just thought I'd have that on the shelf as well. And because um, we did the tasting a few weeks ago with Judy Hamilton, I really like the Kalila. So I bought the Gordon and McPhail thirteen-year-old Kalila. Kalila as well. So that'd be coming. Are they an independent bottler? They're an independent bottler. Yeah. So mate, that's. That's impressive. So we've got those coming. Um, thank you, Mr. Barkley Card, <laughs> for that. I just got bored of like just looking at the Tesco selection, to be honest. There's all these other ones that's been wanting to try, but we can't go he's, out and try them. He's bored of his high street whiskies. So we've got those coming up in the next few weeks. In terms of what we're actually doing next week in episode 49, this has been on my shelf for a while, clearly, because it's nearly empty. We're doing the Ardmore Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, the Legacy, slightly peated. That's very nice, as you can see. I've nearly finished it. Nice. As you can hear. Yeah. <laughs> it's a podcast, Nicholas. Sweet. Well, so, I yeah. look forward to that next week. It's going to be fun. It's been a nice show. I've, been, I've enjoyed this, just you and me, just uh, Chen. Mate, it's been nice. It's been really lovely. What a great whiskey experience we've had today as well. Brilliant I mean, whiskey experience. Such, uh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Stick the Dalwini Winter's Gold in the freezer, everyone. In the freezer, of all places. Who'd have thunk it? With a Glencairn in the freezer as well. Chill your Glencairn oh, yeah. out as well. The whole experience was just delightful. Yeah, it was. Definitely will be doing again. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. the kind of thing as well that when I have people over, when that eventually happens, you can be like, hang on a moment. Hang on. <laughs> have, hang on. I have some of this. Oh, uh, yeah. I've got something for you. 
Yeah, yeah. Try this. You're going to love it. Anyway, yeah, this has been fun, Nick. I've had a great time. Uh, let's call it a night. Um, because then it's actually a relatively reasonably lent podcast for. <laughs> I know. We've had two, two in a row, which were nearly an hour. Uh, yeah. It's all, it's all good, though. It's all good. They've been, they've been great. Gold. So, uh, all been gold. Yeah. Absoblimin-lutely. Winter's gold. Winter's gold, indeed. Yes. So let's hope no one else goes into liquidation between now and our next, uh, ne- the next time we talk, Nick. Someone but, melt, no one melts. No one melts. But uh, for now, all we've got left to say is... Cheers. Thanks for coming in liquidation. Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions.